listening to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey Dave. Good morning, Vietnam. Nice. Interesting new way to take it. Yeah. Unfortunately, this episode is not going to be about Vietnam. Oh, is it being played in Vietnam? Are we live in Vietnam right now? Uh, I don't know if we're live. I don't think we're ever really <laughs> live here, but it could be being played in Vietnam. Uh, hello, Vietnam listeners. What's up, Vietnamese fuckers? listeners, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like we uh, alluded to at the end of the last episode, we would be watching the film Mirage Men. Yeah, Mirage Men. And uh, we literally... About ten minutes ago, excuse me, finished watching that movie. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about it. And they did say the name of the movie in the movie. They did. For, just for joy. And and it's, but it wasn't very clear when they said it. No, because it was like, the dude's like British or something. And he it, has, it wasn't Mirage, it was. Mirage. M- Mirage. The Mirageman. I'm like, and it was kind of like quiet and mumbled yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because he, he wasn't mic'd and he was off camera like he was the questioner or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So we watched the Mirage Man. <laughs> the Mirage Man. Uh, and it's how the, the, here's the tagline thing on the movie. How the U.S. government created a myth that took over the world. Yeah. All right. So without getting into any specifics. No spoilers on this motherfucker. No, no, we're going to spoil the fuck out of <laughs> oh, this yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, what I'm getting at is without getting into specifics, mm. overall thoughts on the movie. I think I'm more confused now than I was before <laughs> I watched it. Really? So your tagline for this movie would be, most confusing movie ever made. Actually, I would steal a line from uh, The Devil's Platoon, and my tagline would be, is anyone else as cute, confused as fuck right now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a tagline. <laughs> yeah, I use it a lot. <laughs> I say it a lot, and it's only, it only makes sense to me and like a small select group of people. But, yeah, I use that line a lot because, yeah, I, I, I am. I mean, okay. before we watch this, like, I... I Firmly believed that I think there are aliens, and our government knows about it. I think every government knows about it, and they just won't let the general public know because they're worried it's going to be a mass panic. And something he said in the in the movie is, if they admit to it, everyone's going to want all these questions answered, and they they just they're not going to they'd run out of time in life to answer all the questions that they have. Right. I just can't answer it all. And now you're at what? Just confused? Yeah, I don't know. Like, 
the movie brings up some very valid points. I mean, the whole point of the movie is to talk about this Richard D- Doherty, Doughty, Doughty. Doughty. Just say ha- it right so the people Doughty. aren't Richard Do- confused. Doughty. 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 Richard Doughty. I, see, I, you want to call him Doughty. I, know, like, I really don't know bad. why. Uh, so Richard Doughty, uh, his whole job was to give this misinformation to people and lie to them about shit. And, and so... Well, let's then. So yeah. you've transitioned us into, I guess, where the movie starts with a guy named Paul Benowitz. Yeah, and Paul Benowitz worked for the, uh, or he, he was a retired Air Force. Yeah, he was an Air Force pilot. Yes, and then he started his own company. Yeah, and then and, but he in he lived like uh, right basically right across the street from an Air Force base right. in New Mexico. And he had all this, like, uh, equipment that could pick up, like, radio signals and shit like that. And he was picking up, according to Doty, he was picking up uh, these radio signals from the base. And um, he was seeing, the, like, these these lights and all that. And what it was was the, the special test projects that the uh, Air Force or whatever military was mm-hmm. testing and all that. Highly classified and information. He had all this mm-hmm. audio, this video, and all this stuff. And, and on top of it, he he uh, had his own plane, and he would fly over uh, this uh, mesa in in Dulce, Mexico, where certain like basically what they alluded to were drones back in the eighties. But obviously, we didn't know about drones until mm-hmm. you know Just more recently. recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were testing these drones, and they had crashed or whatever, and he was... Okay, so he's got all these pictures and shit. Well, the... And he contacted the security at this this base and said, I'm I'm getting all these, like, radio things and all that. Uh, I need to talk to somebody because, you know, what is this? Something's not right, yeah. So they basically send over Richard Doty to find out what he's got. And Richard Doty... Gets all the gets all this stuff like sees the pictures, sees the video, um, hears all the audio and all that, and basically realizes he's got all this stuff that he's picked up from the base and all these uh, classified aircraft things and all this. And they decide they basically, you know, Doty takes us back to his superiors. They tell him, "Here's your bullshit cover story. Go tell him that's." UFOs, it's uh, aliens and all this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, basically to so that he doesn't go release this classified stuff because they're actually testing it. Okay, so Doty comes back, tells them all this stuff, and then uh, at one point uh, there was another agency that was investigating this. Yeah, the NSA turned out to be the NSA. They were right across the street, and I thought this was kind of funny that they were they had basically had an exact copy of his computer. Yeah. And they had, at some point, must have gone into his house, took the computer he owned, and removed it and put this other one in with certain programs on it and all this so that they could basically send him through his computer like this, this basically this bullshit that he was, you know, so like he thought he was picking up on these signals and it was going to tell this fucking crazy like like the aliens were contacting him and yeah. shit like that through these signals he was picking up and uh 
it, it basically just made him fucking go nuts. Yeah, in in at one point in the movie, they talk about his son contacted Dodie and said, "Look, you know, you guys need to leave my dad alone. You guys are fucking with my dad. You got there's right across the street. Like Dodie didn't even know the NSA was there at the right. time. Yeah, and uh, he they, they're like, look, you know, he's he's going fucking insane. You need to leave him alone because I know what you're doing to him. Like apparently, Do- his kids." was super smart and knew that they were just playing them and, and fucking with them. Well, they could see that. They could see these people across the street, you know, like peeking through the shades right, and, and all right. this stuff. So basically then, uh, Got it. See, just, Richard Doty decided, so basically they, what they ended up doing. So, so they, they led this guy on for years, this, uh, Paul Benowitz. Um, and, he would go to conferences and talk about different things and all this and all his contacts and all this stuff that he's getting all this fucking it's all UFOs it's all real and all this bullshit which just keeps everybody off the beaten path of these classified aircraft yeah, that they're testing positive, yeah. and all this other stuff okay um so then basically after the the sun makes the call and all this other stuff they basically tell richard doty go tell him just shut it all down whatever mm. he goes and tells him and he wouldn't he wouldn't do it whatever yeah he's like no, no he wouldn't doty wouldn't talk to him but the fucking paul d was like dude you know you don't oh, gotta yeah, lie to me yeah, yeah that, no that's you know, okay yeah let me, let me tell that to. part yeah <laughs> yeah and then it goes to that i was thinking it happened opposite but uh yeah so doty goes to him and says um all right paul i'm gonna tell you something that you know, so what What it really was was, here's the truth. We told you all this stuff about UFOs and aliens and all that because ultimately what you had was recorded audio of stuff on this base that was classified, video of these aircraft we were testing, all this stuff. And so, so we had to lie to you and say it was UFOs so that you would never disclose this other, basically everything you had to the public and paul benowitz looks at Dodie and says paul you don't have to lie to me i know everything you know basically that but so this paul benowitz was so convinced and now he thought Dodie was lying to him as opposed to all the stuff before right okay so then we move on to all these cattle mutilations that you yeah. know so, like, I'm sure if, if you're listening and you've never heard of cattle mutilations, uh, go look it up. Go Google it. There is, there's been, like, a bunch of these in, like, New Mexico. There's, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a, uh, basically what these cattle mutilations, according to this film, were. Uh, or, okay, let's, let's go with mainstream. Cattle mutilations is basically these, these uh, cows were turning up dead in like a field and there would just be like certain pieces missing of the cow like like weird surgically removed pieces not like the whole cow's mutilated but like the tongue would be gone the the udders would be gone there's certain just weird shit like Mm. why okay and you know it's then it was widely suspected that it was aliens or whatever well that's the cover story that they Leaked out through this fucking wacky lady. Uh, what was her name? Linda something Howell Linda or, or Holm, Holm, I think. H-A-U-M, I think it was. Yeah, or whatever. And I think it was 
what was her name? Good Dave and I had a... We're, we're very confused by this lady. Yeah, well, if you listened yet last week, you, we, we played the trailer for you, and her her line... Oh, H-O-W-E. Oh, all the way off. I believe that's her. Linda Moulton Howe. Yeah. That's where you got the M from. Yeah. Her middle name. Okay. But, um, yeah, her, her line is... Um, I can't remember now. Something about... They tell you that... The aliens. Her line was, do a little bit more of this, but less of that. <laughs> Basically, it's it's the most confusing fucking line you, we've ever heard. Yeah, we had to play it back a couple times during the movie. To, and we were and so we confused. Still yeah. Don't go, know the go ahead. So basically, yeah, it, she basically said that the, the UFOs, or they tell you that the UFOs are real to hide the fact that they're doing government, you know, experiments on exper- or, uh, extra advanced uh, weaponry. But then the truth was in the opposite of the words, is what she said, and we're like, what and even the you fuck does that even confusing? Mean? Like, but it's literally she is the most confusing human being, and and she blinks way too much. Yeah, and she talks with her hands a lot, which really bugs me. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I guess it ultimately, if you try to break that that line down like we tried to do already mm-hmm. like three or four times in the movie like we paused it took it back played it again and paused it and it's like okay so if the government is using ufos to cover up basically a ufo story to cover up their testing of things in reality were using the testing of things to cover up UFOs. That's what she says, I think. I think I, that's, what she we, that's what we think she's saying. So, in that respect, that we don't have technology, but we're pretending like we have technology to cover up the fact that the existence of UFOs, I think yeah. is what she's getting at. But yeah. there's got to be an easier way to say it, kind of like how I just said it, maybe, than how she says it. She yeah. says it like it's a fucking riddle book. Yeah, and the problem with that, too, I think it's is... too confused. I think she's a disinfo agent, to be honest with you, because she she's be. wildly confusing. Yeah, I think, though, too, I think that her own statement is bullshit, because I do believe that they're do that we've got advanced... I mean, we've talked about it, you know I mean? They were working on drones way back when, before we knew about them, Um the the stealth bomber we knew that was that had to have been one of the alien crafts that people had seen um, before that it actually came out. Well, you know, to be honest with you, the stealth bomber looks alien. It does, and 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 especially if you would have witnessed this or seen it flying before anybody knew that it existed, mm-hmm. you would think it was from outer fucking space. Yeah. I mean, and not yeah. just outer space, outer fucking space. Is it? It still looks alien today. Yeah, it's like, a badass fucking place. Even the new stealth looks pretty badass. I mean, it's yeah. a badass. Can you imagine plane. the stealth they have that we don't even know about? I know, right? The stealth four thousand. Yeah. Oh well, it's fucking crazy. Don't say the fucking name, Dave. What are you doing? Well, I mean, it's... oh yeah, you're a disinfo agent. Yeah, it's not the real name. I mean, it's close. It's actually the four hundred, but yeah, I threw an extra zero too. But... Anyways, go ahead. Anyways, um, so I I don't. I mean, I get what she's saying. I mean, she's she's serious believer like it, it's all alien or nothing for her it sounds like yeah she's like she was even she even stopped him at one point and said what is this movie about like i'm not going to be part of a movie that's saying that aliens aren't real like, yeah you know she, yeah and they kept all that in i know that's pretty good yeah she's like stop 
yeah, and she goes in this rant like, if you guys are making a movie saying that aliens are aren't real and you know, all this, I don't want to be part of it. And then the, you hear the guy like, no, that's not what we're doing at all. And and honestly, well, I don't want to like give my overall opinion until we get to the end, but mm-hmm. it it's. This lady's a little wacky. That's all I will say about that. Um, so, anyways, back to the cattle mutilations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the cover story is that, or, or or not the cover. The cover story is that the UFOs mutilating these cattle for whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, their own experience. The, yeah. the real story, according to Richard Doty, and this is the movie, and and the movie is that they, the government, had. Um, some of the gas company, and they were uh, they were trying to do they were doing a, some sort of test. There was a bunch of gas under, under underground yeah. that was radioactive, and they were do, they were doing trying to do a test because they want to use the this gas. Well, so they like a, set off a kind of like a bomb underneath it, and, and then bomb, it yeah. ended up being toxic and let off all this radiation that they weren't expecting, supposedly, mm-hmm. and. The testing of the so the, the these cattle mutilations were actually they were they, they were testing they were cutting out these parts so they could test the radiation level to n- basically nature in the area mm-hmm. to make sure it, it wasn't like some crazy shit that's going to get out of hand. Right. And the other pieces that they had these black helicopters unmarked that were. Really fast and really quiet, mm-hmm. and they would they would uh, add these random colored lights on them, and basically, so w- if people were were to see them, they would think they were UFOs. So and when their, these their helicopters mission. would come in, they would they would drop right down. They would probably somebody would come down off of a fucking rope, do the, th- the fucking quick surgical things, take these parts, throw them in a little cooler back into the helicopter and off they'd go and if you happen to see it you'd say oh my god there's a fucking ufo sitting right you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and that was the basically what they were trying yeah. to imply is that they were faking as though they were ufos that's yeah. the official the pilot they didn't interview the pilot but someone that talked to the pilot of one of those helicopters and he said his whole mission was to fly around and act like a ufo mm-hmm. you know um quite interesting that very interesting you know, um, so, um, yeah, so we go from that part. Where do we go? From, where does it so go from there? The next thing you is know? Bill Moore, William Moore. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, uh, and, and the Roswell story. So Bill Moore, and I, I forget who he wrote the book with, but he wrote a book about the Roswell incident. And, uh, they didn't really talk about the whole, um, weather balloon shit or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, although, what do you remember about that part of the movie? Because that kind of was lost a little bit in yeah, that it, part. Yeah, it jumped around a lot with that, and it was kind of chaotic. His whole, his, the whole Bill Moore thing was very chaotic, the yeah. way it was done. Um, and it was, it was, it was quick. It was kind of hard to follow. It was. Like, what the fuck they were getting. Like, I didn't really get the point of Bill Moore, other than they wanted him to write this book about Roswell, but... And that's where I, I kind of I'm not sure what the point of 
the Bill Moore star- story. Yeah. I don't. It, it was kind of confusing. It was. I it would have was. to rewatch that. And, whole and before we even get to that part, one thing too, when we were talking, you had talked about how um, Paul was taking his helicopter or his, his airplane and flying over this Dulce Mountain place. They actually, the government actually placed yeah, yeah, yeah. parts and that. pieces of what looked like wreckage of an alien craft. And told him, yeah, go investigate this for us. Go yeah. look into this for us. Which was happened, that all happened before the Roswell thing. And I thought that was important to bring up beforehand. So not, they, not, they staged yeah. it before the Roswell. Not, not that they're connected, but I just want that part to be, be known that the government staged an alien crash landing site for Paul's benefit to give him some time to right. do some shit and investigate. I an want to clarify crash. in case yeah. people aren't clear. You're saying before Roswell, not in in year wise, not in, in our timeline, because Paul Benowitz wasn't alive or, or wasn't investigating shit back when Roswell took place. Are you talking about Roswell within the movie? Yeah, sorry, the Roswell section of the movie. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify because other people were thinking, well, I don't, you know what I mean? When was Roswell? Forty-seven. Oh, okay. And this was in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a forty-year difference in time. I just wanted to be clear. Well, see, now that you say that, it throws me off, too, now. Because my whole point was, well, hey, if they staged the shit for Paul, why did... Uh, see, you're thinking way off. I was thinking way off. Benowitz was in the 80s, not... Yeah, and not... And Roswell was way, way in the 40s. That. Yeah, you're right. I think it was like 47 or something. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, my whole point is but mute, actually. it's the same... Well, you're, you're make, you were remembering a piece that I had forgot to talk about. Was that, yeah, they, they put that up, uh, all those, these things out there, and then flew over and... Paul was taking pictures, so they basically staged a, 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 a thing for Paul Benowitz mm-hmm. just to k- keep the bullshit story going for him, mm-hmm. and even went so far as to like Richard Doty and Paul Benowitz w- would go camping together up on Dulce in the in the Dulce New Mexico mountains there in the Mesa and all that, and even Doty's like I saw shit up there that. I can't yeah. explain, and eventually it all is explainable, but at the time, even I was a little freaked out, like he says yeah. that, but then what kind of pissed me off is that they didn't go into How explaining yeah. what these uh, things that even he was confused about, so it, it makes you wonder what the fuck they cut out, or what he just never talked about. I, I'm there. sure he never talked about it, um, because... Could still be classified. It still too. could be classified, and that's my guess: is the shit that he saw was probably more stealth bomber type or shit. Whatever. Yeah, you know, or whatever the fuck that they're working on that we didn't know about back then. Um, and he's not allowed to talk about it, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, so back to Bill Moore. Yeah, he wrote the book about Roswell, and during when I say chaotic, if you watch the movie, there's a part where he's speaking, and they even said that during his initial you know lecture or whatever you want to call it at this convention ufo convention they had to stop it four or five times because people were so unruly they were basically heckling him yeah shouting yelling at him booing him um, where'd you get this bullshit yeah they were basically calling him a fucking liar and he's full of shit um and it almost seemed like he was not credible anymore at that point you know because he was using his sources his credible sources that he didn't name at the time um, and then it just bounces to the next thing, you know, like it was very yeah. a short lived portion of Bill Moore and it was very chaotic, chaotic. And I honestly, they could have left it out. 
Well, either that or do like, better. I need to rewatch that part because maybe we're just missing an and important it could piece be the fact that, that we just it's just not told right. Kind of kind of like the lady, and uh, it was right after the lady that they went into the more because so. that lady was so the way she talked. Like man, it was it's frustrating. I almost wish like they could have used her her audio or something like her talking, but then like have somebody else come on and, and explain what the fuck what she's said. talking yeah. about. Because, yeah. but maybe that's the kind of the point is to show this lady like she's nuts or something. Like, I don't know. And anyways, it's, it's weird yeah. to the lady. So then I think right after that, they got into the Serpo thing. No, majestic 12. Was it, oh yeah, that'd be Majestic, I have it written down, yeah. so I know. Okay, right. so we've talked about Majestic Twelve in other episodes. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the Majestic Twelve, it's basically a. This is the. The cover story. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to the movie, this was the uh, story that was released to the public, which was bullshit. But this is the story they released to the public. Was that these Majestic Twelve was a bunch of files or, or, or documents that came out about this group who is basically uh, this group was compiled of you know all these like certain people within the military government all this whatever to basically track and keep track of all the UFO activity and any kind of contact with aliens all this stuff and and keep all these files on it and and basically control what uh, what got to the public, what didn't get to the public, and and basically make decisions based on this information they had obtained. Mm-hmm. This group, the Majestic Twelve, there's twelve guys and right. and all this. Okay, so according to the movie, the legit story behind the Majestic Twelve is it did not exist. These all these documents, which they said that basically the guy showed by two inches. Mm-hmm. A stack. If you were to print every single document out, and these are all like, uh, you know, uh, with official and top secret and all this shit stamped on and whatever, which is very similar to Serpo, which we'll get to in a minute. But so all these documents were faked to basically continue this narrative, narrative yeah. that UFOs are real and all this stuff. But it wasn't to cover up any classified information getting released about uh, aircraft being tested. It, it's literally like it, it basically in the film, they say uh, it was Richard Dolan, who is a UFO historian or whatever and an author and all this. He's like, you know, I, one day I sat down and I read from the beginning to end of this whole thing. And it, it weaves this tale and this like, all this effort that was put into this particular thing, and if it he, basically Richard Dolan, I think he was going with the route of, if it's not real, why put all this fucking effort into this thing when it's not to cover up a specific thing? All like the Paul Benowitz thing was all done to cover up what he had. Right. The uh, mutilations were to cover up a. Another thing that they didn't want to get out, or or that they were trying to make sure didn't spread and become like uh, a major disaster. Town, yeah. mm-hmm. The Bill Moore thing was to try and, I think, divert people off of Roswell, and and the whole alien crash or whatever. But Majestic Twelve was just to continue the narrative. 
And Richard Dolan's like, all that effort and time and the amount of people they would have needed to put the expertise into different fields of what was covered in this thing, for what? Right. Why? You yeah, didn't need to do that to it continue was already, the narrative. The narrative was already stuck within yeah. mainstream. And that's where... And, and that's a, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Why would you put that much effort into something that really didn't need to be done? Now, before we watched the movie, the MJ-12, you were highly good. You're like, you were highly up on that. You really liked the MJ-12. You thought it was like that's, the baddest shit in the world, right? That's pretty fucking interesting because there's these documents that come out that basically say it's it's all legit and here's all these these 12 guys that were part of this thing and you know what i mean it, it's it's pretty fucking convincing it's so convincing that even richard dolan is still arguing for its authenticity today right or in this film saying that basically he doesn't buy the the the, the uh, official story of actual story of from Doty and all this that those documents are bullshit just to continue the narrative. He doesn't buy it. What do you think now, after watching the movie? I'll give that opinion at the end <laughs> when I do my final wrap-up of okay. my overall thoughts on everything at this point. Okay. I don't want to, like, cover it on because it kind of will bleed into that. That's fine. So I just figured I'd ask. Yeah. Um, so then... <coughs> Sorry. It goes to this um, Serpo, S-E-R-P-O... Project Serpo. Uh, it was Project Serpo. Um, what do you remember about this? Um, well, that I had never heard of it before. And that uh, basically we sent a team of, I thought he said 10 at first, and then it sounded like he said 7 uh, people up to some other planet to meet with other humanoid aliens uh, on an Earth-like planet um, to... Basically, just see to, to swap information is what it sounded like, um, and then I guess when they were talking about it, they compared it to the storyline of Close Encounters of a Third Kind, and they brought up Spielberg and said I, he, they didn't know if he was tipped off with the information before it was released or what, because like I said, until today I had never heard of Serpo. Man, I I think at one point I had like a long time ago, but I really never gave it much thought i mean I've, I've read a lot of stuff about ufos and all that so uh but this was the most information i think i'd ever gotten about serpo was in this film so um what it is yeah but it's all bullshit is what they're saying so they once again had all these documents drawn up to basically similar to the majestic 12 it's a it's a bunch of fake documents that were created to tell this story. Who who was the story for? I, I can't remember that piece. It was um, I didn't write that part down. I don't remember. But anyways, um, so there was um, who was it? I forget the guy's name. But anyways, um, oh yeah, it, it, it was, was, uh, it was Bill Ryan. Those, is that his name Bill Ryan? Was it Bill Ryan? I, I think, think so. Because he said he was the one that started talking about him getting... I think it was Bill Ryan. Okay, right here it says, Bill Ryan, Carrie Cassidy, Linda Moulton Howe, that, that other lady, okay? Um, 
Len Casson. All right, so there's a handful of people. But anyways, uh, let's go with Bill Ryan. Let's just say that's who. I'm pretty sure it was who him. the main guy. I, I, do, I do think that's who it was. So he was. Um, he had these sources, and I do sources with air quotes, that basically gave him this information, which you know, whatever. And and he was telling this story about all this stuff that he had got from his sources about the the Project Serpo and the. You know, all this shit, okay? Um, and ultimately what it was, was it was all fake documents, once again, to tell this narrative. Mm-hmm. And part of this whole thing was these researchers kind of thought it was bullshit and that all this information was now coming from a a known disinfo agent of the U.S. military, which is this Richard Doty. So at this point, he had been... Uh, that Linda Howe had done an article and kind of like put Richard Doty out there, basically saying he's full of shit, right? And and kind of made him a like famous within the UFO community as a guy who's going around for the military trying to tell people UFOs. You, you know what I mean? Right. Basically, what this movie's about. Uh, so he became popular at this point. So they're all saying this is all bullshit. Or, or and it's coming from Richard Doty, and he denied, and, and he's and he, denied all of it. Still, even in the video, yeah, saying he, he didn't have anything to do with it. But then they had um, these these kind of tech guys, yeah, computer resource analysts, went and and looked at those original emails, and within, if you know technology, apparently within like emails, it's connected to an IP address, and. The IP address to all these emails from supposedly all these different people all went back to the exact same IP address, and that was Richard Doty's IP address. Mm-hmm. But yet he denies having anything to do with it. Yeah. Now, for this, I'll say that whether Richard Doty's telling the truth or not, they have the ability to make anything look like it's coming from one spot. And he may not have had anything to do with these things, and if they are all bullshit, they may have thought at some point somebody's going to try and figure this IP address thing out, so we want it to look like it all came from Richard Doty, so let's just send it to him like that. Right. And all these sources, in air quotes, could have all been fake. Or Richard Doty literally could have had these things sent to him and then he just forwarded them on. As though it, you know, it came from all these random sources, but it was actually him sending them, but not maybe creating the documents. Or he literally could have created all the documents, sent it all. You know what I mean? Because his job was to divert attention, yeah, or to something else. And so basically, the whole thing, this whole movie, is the story of how that this Richard Doty. Specifically, um, yeah, went around and told people with if they got hold of video, picture, audio, anything that had to do with something classified that they had just happened to catch, he was to tell them, "No, it's UFOs," and yeah, and all that. It's very basically Richard Doty was Men in Black. Yeah. 
and I'm the sure reverse he version of it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's, Instead of giving a flashy thingy, you tell him. Well, I'm not talking about that movie. I'm talking about no, no, like yeah. legit Men in Black. So we've done a little bit maybe on that. Uh, did we ever do anything on Men in Black? Like the legit Men in Black? I think we started to and we never got into it. Right after MJ-12. Okay. So we've probably included in an episode at some point. But these, like, these guys are always seen around an event or like a UFO sighting or something. Then these guys show up right afterwards in suit. They all kind of are very stiff and, and whatever. And there's always something creepy about them as what people report. And they have lots of questions about this this thing that they saw. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. basically what Doty did. He would go find out everything you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now the difference between according to Doty and the all these men in black sightings and experiences is that Doty would then say, "Yes, UFOs are real." Oh, listen, and don't tell anybody any of this because you know whatever, giving them a bullshit story supposedly. Mm-hmm. Where these men in black things are, they're just trying to get the information and then they leave. So it's suspected that these men in black sightings, or, or not sightings, but like visits, are. Yeah. They're like alien in nature, like they are aliens or something. But it makes you makes me think, well, maybe this was just a different part of the government, a different uh, sect. Yeah, it could be the NSA or something. That was sending their own people to find out what people knew. Right. But not to give a bullshit story, just to find out what they know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Six one half knows the other. I don't. Right, who right. the fuck knows, really? So ultimately, there's other parts of this movie that we didn't hit on, but that's kind of wraps up the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. And at the top of this episode, you already talked, like, kind of gave your initial overview, and I have my like. I guess I'm going to work through my thoughts. Yeah. As we go here, like. Whatever. So, I can see both sides of every single story. Mm-hmm. And it all makes sense to a certain extent. Um, probably the most... Um, I guess here's my problem. I, I, the whole Paul Benowitz thing... Um, let's see. I don't really see any problems there. I think... So, let's go with what Paul Benowitz believes. He's seeing UFOs. He's being told there's UFOs from this uh, government guy or this Air Force guy. Right. Uh, all this. And he's bought into it hook, line, and sinker. And then you have Doty's version is... We told him that because he got... All, I, I honestly... I can see both sides... And I'd be willing to buy into both sides. Mm-hmm. So I see no issues with that whole thing. I even buy the whole NSA across the street, sending him signals, switching his computer, you know. I mean, yes. I, yeah. I, I, but what's true? I don't know. With that whole thing. Now, right. the cattle mutilation thing. Is it aliens coming here, dissecting uh, cows and shit like that, and then just taking off? I always thought that was odd, but I thought there's got to be some sort of explanation. Now, 
this whole helicopter, super quiet helicopter and all this. I don't know about you, Dave, but helicopters are fucking loud. Even when they try to be quiet, they're loud. So you do this in the middle of the night, people are sleeping, maybe you can get away with it or whatever. And it's always out in desolate areas. So, mm. you know, there's not like there's, they're doing this over top of a neighborhood. Right. So the sound, even if it is quieter than normal, it's it's not going everywhere. I just have a hard time buying this whole well, helicopter thing. Although, if you want to consider extra quiet helicopters, we've done Las say, Vegas episodes Las Vegas about thing, the massacre yeah. and the shooting and all this. It probably is possible that they have the technology now that we're not privy to yet that can make literally a helicopter stealth. Mm-hmm. Which, in the uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, and shit, when this was going down, all these cattle mutilations, that would have been, what? Uh, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, about 30 years ago now. And basically the calculation is the technology <coughs> is about 50 years ahead of what the public knows. So... In another 20 years, I believe it'll be 100% for sure we will have stealth helicopters. And we'll know about it. And they were probably being used in the late 80s, early 90s, which is 30 years ago, which in 20 years will be 50 years. And that's what they were using way before we knew. You know what I mean? So I can kind of buy that, too. And it 100% makes sense, the whole... Trying to fucking use this gas, not realizing that it's toxic and going to fuck shit up, and then wanting to make sure that it's not going to get out of control and it didn't spread too far. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And the other thing, too, with aliens, so let's go the alien route. When they abduct someone and they do their experience and shit, I don't recall any abduction story where they cut their liver out or... Their heart or their tongue. Probing their ass. They're all probing their ass, checking their anal anal cavity out. That's it, and they put them back. You know what I mean? Um, So I would have to lean towards, unless the the cows are too heavy for the spacecraft, which I doubt. But maybe we could buy that. But I would say if it was aliens, if you can get here from another fucking planetary system, right, right, you can get a goddamn cow on a space. Yeah. So my my thought process is I don't see the alien part of it because. They wouldn't take them and drop them back off. I don't, I don't buy, I've never really bought the alien mutilation thing because it just didn't make sense to me. Right. It's not. It's weird. Yeah. It, there's too many holes, you know. Um, they don't want, especially they don't want any knowledge that we're here or they're here. Um, no, no trail, no trace, no nothing. Yeah. If anything, don't you think you just vaporize the fucking cow? Right. Exactly. And then the cow, or the or the, uh, the rancher would just be one less cow, yeah. As opposed to one dead cow with weird cuts. Uh, but then two. Now look at if you're the military, why go just cut these certain pieces out and leave it, unless it's to further this narrative that yep. it's aliens, aliens, or, and and then you kind of put that bullshit story out there through this fucking wacky lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I, I, Honestly, that almost sells and makes more sense. It does. There's not not any holes to it. Really? Not really. No. You know, if you look at and that story. And it's interesting because look how many people believe 
that these are aliens coming and doing yeah. this for all them years. And, and all even, it was was regular testing to make sure that nothing... You know well, I mean? They even alluded to in the movie that what they did was similar to what we do now and it's called fracking. Yeah, with the you whole know? exploding uh, yeah. underground. Yeah, and we didn't do fracking back then. Fracking had just come to our knowledge recently. Yeah, within the and last they four or five years. They technically have been doing it. Well, once they again. knew about it, you yeah. know what I mean? So everything that I'm telling you, everything that they do is we don't find out as a from the public. We're not supposed to for like right. forty, fifty years. Mm-hmm. Now I do think shit's coming out quicker that they're not able to keep as I'm talking about like yeah, it's in not, politics it's not, now. Yeah. There's a whole new kind of like battle in our political system and government where we have whistleblowers and all this shit that, that's leaking shit quicker than. We are supposed to find out about stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think there's still a shit ton of secrets that we'll not yeah. know, and yeah. stuff will get rolled out as it gets rolled out 50 years after the fact. But, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the whole Bill Moore thing, once again, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that and Roswell. Um, uh, so I'm just going to skip to Majestic 12. I kind of got to go, and here's the thing, I kind of got to go with Richard Dolan's side of the story because to put all that effort into these these documents, a two-inch thick document, right. we're talking like phone book yeah. type document uh, with like all this like scientific research details. and detail and, and all this shit that... Just to keep a narrative going that didn't, that was already convinced enough people. And I bet if you went around to, if you just showed up to a group of, I don't know, 100 adults in one room and said, raise your hand if you know, if you've heard of Majestic 12, you might get five people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it even really Took spread off. through yeah. mainstream popularity or anything. Only the people that are into UFOs and that kind of that community know about it. So there's no reason to put that much effort just to convince people that are already convinced. Because mm-hmm. they're already convinced. There's no reason to further it. Right. So what's the point of the Majestic 12? And could that just have been a, a giant oversight in the government's like thought process, thinking this might take off more? Or, or they thought this will be bigger and this will, you know... Or you know what I mean? So was this a like fucked up on their part to have spent the time and effort and money behind the Majestic Twelve bullshit papers, or are the Majestic Twelve papers legit? Well, let's let's go this route. So obviously we know it took a long time for them to put that together. Maybe we're just gonna go maybe and just throwing this out there as a what if. Maybe they started it when they were working with Paul. And then when Paul, they didn't, they didn't suspect Paul was going to go crazy and actually put in a fucking psych ward. Um, and then they're like, well, shit, we have, we spent all this time and resources and money and energy on this fucking MJ 12 shit. We were going to give it to Paul. Paul's fucking MIA now because he's crazy. Let's just release it to the public and see what happens. You know, we've already spent the money. Let's just do it instead of waiting and holding on to the next thing they need to, you know, cover story you what if maybe they just said fuck it we've got it done let's just do it yeah 
You know, there's there's a lot of different ways they could have done it. You know what I mean? Uh, it could be that they had it and didn't want to waste it, or yeah, they they didn't really think it through, or it's fucking oh, legit. It, it was thought through. No, I mean the releasing of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like the yeah, the timing of everything. Yeah, yeah. and I mean that it kind of would fill those holes. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, we we started this during Paul Benowitz time, and he was supposed to. He was supposed to stop his investigations. But see, that's the part that makes me wonder, like, did they have this shit doc- done at that point, and then they just decided to hold it and then eventually say, fuck it, let's release it? Because that's the other thing is, nobody knows who released these documents of right. Majestic 12, which right. is interesting because um, that's not been disclosed. You know what I mean? It's just kind of leaked. Right. So, Julian Assange. Yeah, no, this is yeah, this was pre WikiLeaks. Yeah, no, Otherwise, yes, no. that would be a Julian Assange thing, probably. Um, so, are the Majestic Twelve documents fake? Do you think, or are they just part of the narrative of trying to convince people that UFOs and aliens are real when in reality they're not? See, I can go both ways. Just on that. those documents. I can go on the MJ Twelve. I can go both ways on it. Like when we first did our topic on it a while, like a long time ago, I was like, "Holy shit, that's fucking crazy." That all the shit's out there that makes sense because we've I've believed in alien and I still do this to this day. Um, I'm a little confused at, right now, but um, whether or not they exist. But so on the MJ12 thing, I think I, I think it's I think it's legit. Like I, I agree with Richard Dolan too. There's no there's no sense in why why would we put that much effort in something into a fake story? Yeah, you know, I mean, unless they're trying to fucking sell a book and make money. And they're not. And they didn't. You know, they didn't make any money on it. There's nobody covering it. No one's taking fucking credit for it. So, yeah, I don't I don't see the point of it. Right. I don't. So, I don't, it makes no sense. There's no ad- advantage to releasing it if it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, what, what, a, what it's it is. it's already been. It's a conspiracy version of Forrest Gump. Yeah. Basically. They, yeah. they took real people and real timelines and real sightings and real everything and then just put a fucking bullshit backstory to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To put out this narrative that didn't need to be done for any reason because right. the people that were interested in it already were sold and weren't going to change. Right. So it really stands to say that there's no need for it. Mm-mm. But, like I said, could that have just been oversight on the government's part thinking it would actually spread further to convince maybe people that aren't in the UFO community and and bring more people along that line if in case they had seen right. uh, something and thought, oh, no, this is probably military. You know what I mean? Maybe they thought it would actually take, take to a bigger mainstream community or whatever. Who knows, honestly? Yeah, yeah. The, only, the people that know are the ones that wrote it. Mm-hmm. And if it was actually 12 dudes and it was real... Well, I mean, but that's the thing. These waters have been muddied so much, you you can't see clearly. Now right. you're just looking into the abyss, and it's looking back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you don't know what the fuck to do next. And then, basically, all this same shit, same thing with Serpo. The real question here is, uh, Dodie's IP address, everything tracing back to Dodie's IP address, yet he maintains that he had nothing to do with it. But we're also talking to a guy who lied for a 
for his job. Yeah. So is he telling the truth? And then that brings me to, is he telling the truth about anything? Which is what's true and what isn't. Your job is a disinfo agent, which makes me wonder, were you telling the truth to Paul Benowitz originally? Or did you tell Paul Benowitz the truth secondarily? Mm -hmm. Or are both of those lies? Right. And what's actually true, he's still not able to tell because well, he doesn't he, even know. And then let's get to the video that he watched. He's well. He said Paul said that in his job, eighty percent of what he says is bullshit, and twenty percent is true. Paul or Richard? Richard. What did I say? And you said Paul. Oh, I'm sorry, Doty. Doty. Yeah, Doty. I, that's what I thought you were talking. About. I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm no, saying, okay. no, no. We didn't see Paul. Yeah. So, but yeah, say what Doty, that statement again with Doty's what, name. What Doty said was eighty percent of what he talked, what he says is bullshit. And 20% is factual. Right. So if you take that in context of the film, even, you have to assume then 80% of what he's saying in the movie is bullshit, too, right? Mm-hmm. And 20% is legit. And the if, question is, which, which 20% yeah, and which 80%? Know. Right, right. Or is that what it was when he had the job? And just because he no longer has that job... Could that also be a lie? And he still works for them, but he maintains that he's retired. And right. you know what I mean. It makes you wonder because once you come out as this is your job, you know how many of these fucking he's he, it's like he's a he's a double or triple agent almost. Yeah. And how can and you ever trust this person? I mean, he's convincing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even go used car salesman because he's convincing. I don't buy anything that comes out of used car salesman's mouth. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It, and if you look at if you, everything he said in that movie, and you divide it up, 20% would lie around the time where he says he didn't do the circle thing. Is that what he's lying about? Everything else is factual? Uh, no, because no, 20%'s true, 80%'s bullshit. Yeah, what did I say, lying about? Damn it! You're like you're. I keep you literally have like a, that. I got Linda syndrome right now. Something. Yeah. Yes, I, I keep. You're dyslexic my, with what yeah, you're saying, and, and yeah, I'm talking backwards today. Yeah. So here's the thing: they have the the ability to clone an IP. Yeah, and so you could, but at the same time. It makes sense that he would deny ever sending any of that shit. But then again, if he's coming clean on all this other stuff, why deny it? You know what I mean? Like, what difference does it make? Your whole fucking job is to basically tell people it's UFOs and aliens, and now you're coming clean in this movie saying it's all uh, that, that, that this is this was your job, and this was all a lie, and this is why. Which is very believable that you would come out and do this, mm-hmm. but then why deny this one piece, unless? That's part of the game because they want us to then sit here and question the whole thing. But at the same time, you could easily, like if he's your your guy and everybody knows that's your guy and you wanted to continue this narrative and you had a whole different group handling this or a different person handling this thing, all they had to do was make it seem like it came from Doty. Because right. just in case they 
these people that was this guy, Bill Ryan, was receiving all these things, and somebody else figured out how to trace the IPs back, just out of chance. It was It's a little pre-thinking on their part, like, just in case they decide to go look into this, it'll all go back to him, and then we'll just blame him. So he's like a patsy in that respect, yeah. but it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and and then Doty will deny because that's the truth, which is the sprinkle of truth in that. When in reality, you know, it's who knows. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. With all this being said, I want to think that. Um. All right. So I guess I'll start breaking down my thoughts with that. Aliens, in general, as an alien, as a thought, like an extraterrestrial, they're ha- they have to exist. Uh, if you buy into that this is a solar system in a universe, in a galaxy, and there's billions of galaxies, and there's no way we're the only one. There's no way. So if you're considering some other living humanoid or something like that in another galaxy or universe or whatever, and those are considered extraterrestrials to us, yes, that exists. Are they coming here? This is where I start to question. I still, I I struggle with the fact that why the fuck would they give a fuck about us? And why would they come here? To me, it's like... If you go with the Big Bang, and we're all going on at the same rate, why wouldn't we all evolve at the exact same pace? Unless it has a lot to do with, like, a moon and a sun being the right distance. But according to our science here is that if we didn't have the moon and we didn't have the sun exactly where they are, then things wouldn't evolve the way they are. But let's say everything's off just a little bit. Would it speed it up or slow it down? down? You know what I mean? So... If you were able to speed something up on another planet and another wherever, and they were advanced, and they made it here, for one, how the fuck do they know we're here? You know what I mean? There's just a lot of questions when it comes to that. So, I'm I'm torn with, we're being visited by extraterrestrials or whatever. Well, didn't, didn't, was it Reagan, or didn't one of the presidents send up some fucking space capsule about us saying that we're here and all that shit that was part of that serpo thing the zeta reticuli or whatever we were i think we were sending now this wasn't in the movie that we just watched Mm -hmm. but um yeah we sent this uh capsule to what's the what will be the closest um so there's a planet in a system like the closest system to us which is like retardedly far away um and it was supposed to arrive there on what would have been december 21st or whatever 2012 which was the end of the mayan calendar and all this shit it was supposed to arrive to that thing at that time is this whole thing where like and the, the they attached the or they put the the film um uh, the day the earth stood still or something like that where uh earth is being attacked by aliens and shit like that they attached that movie with it and they had like a message in every known language 
on planet Earth, like the same message, mm-hmm. but in every language. Right. You know, all, all this shit went there, and supposedly we're waiting to hear back or be visited, or I don't know, something like that. But who knows if that's even true, dude? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It could all be bullshit. Why would they put that movie of all movies out there? Well, that's that that's was like, a big question behind like why they did inviting it. Inviting them to fucking attack us. Well, it's almost like a joke. This is what that's what makes me think the whole thing was nonsense. We never sent anything anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, and then how how, how can you guarantee it's going to arrive there on that date? Like, to me, it just seems like it seems like more disinformation. Could be. We're Could be. sending this capsule with this movie, which is too on the nose, and then um, all every and all this, sh- and it's going to arrive there on the same day. The Mayan calendar that is no more. <laughs> you know, it, it. And when you start thinking about this movie and that, seems like bullshit. So then it makes me want to question even more. All right, so we know if we go with this movie being true, and Richard Doty. Is coming clean on what his job was, and now he's telling the truth. Right. Let's just say. Yeah. For sure. The, the moon landing was bullshit and faked. For sure. Not that you and I were swayed on that. We were already convinced of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But guaranteed, you know, that's... That's one thing we didn't even talk about was the faked alien landing at the Air Force Base. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Oh, I was going to look that up. I don't even know if we can find that video, though. It was uh, the Holloman Air Force yeah. alien landing, right? Yeah. I uh, forgot about that until just now. Holloman. I don't know if I spelled that right. There. First fucking thing. All right. So... I think we go with uh, this one here. Yeah. Now, who knows how legit this video is going to be, because it already looks fucking bullshit. It's a... Um, so, why don't you talk about it before we play it? Um, God. Recap who, it for the listeners. I'm trying to remember which one it was. One of the fucking people that was interviewed, it wasn't anybody that was a, a big portion of the movie, talked about going to Holloman, um, and he he was told by the... Top general brigadier, I think it was, that said, yeah, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus, um, that they had an, an actual alien landing here. And then he was talking to like the security officer and he's like, yeah, he, he's like, let me show you something. And he brings him into like a, a sound stage and said, here's where it landed. Basically, basically saying that, hey, you know, and not so many words, this is where he filmed it, you know, almost like he told him yeah. in code. That they filmed a fake and fucking landing. Showed him, yeah, and then showed him the footage. Stage. It was that uh, his name was Ennen or, or oh, was it the Ernenegger or something yeah. like that. Okay. Now I didn't just say the N word. <laughs> it's like Schwarzenegger, but it, without yeah, it like the Schwartz. E E M E N E G G E R. Yeah, it was. It's weird. If you go look up the name, you get yeah. the guy. I forget the guy's first name, but um, I think it was like Ken or something. Glenn or something. Yeah. Either way. Uh, so we're going to watch this video. It's on YouTube. It was posted eight years ago. It says, UFO landing at Holloman AFB, which is Air Force Base, a mix of two TV clips. So we'll see how legit this is. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if this footage ever got out into the public. It's just was something that was supposedly seen 
What would you think if we told you we okay. had a landing yeah. at Holloman Air Force Base of an alien craft, and it was filmed by our temporary duty guys? Well, I was on the History Channel. Yeah, this is a clip from President History Richard Channel. Milhouse Nixon's interest in UFOs is harder to calculate. I've talked to people who claim they talked to Nixon about UFOs. He was very interested. There was a rumored story that he had a huge UFO book collection, which I was never able to substantiate. Many UFO researchers believe Nixon received specific briefings, information he may have wanted to take public. There's some very good indications that he planned to reveal data. That UFOs, past, present, and future, book by Robert Emenegger, uh, television program Robert. was done with that title. I talked to Emenegger, and he got asked by the Republican Party to produce that show using only government people, because the idea was they were going to release data. Bob Emenegger was an advertising executive and television producer who happened to know an important man inside the Nixon White House. Bob Halderman was someone I knew from UCLA Beta House, which is a fraternity. Then, as you know, he went on to be chief of staff under Nixon. In the mid-1970s, Emenegger and his partner researched military stories for their TV production at Norton Air Force Base's film archives. Paul Shardle is the one who took us in there and said, what would you think if we told you we had a landing at Holloman Air Force Base of an alien craft, and it was filmed by our TDY our temporary duty guys, and the film was sent here to Norton, where all films usually are sent. And I thought, this sounds outrageous, that, uh, you know, uh, UFOs and all. I said, well, look, if you're interested, uh, check with the Pentagon, but bury those under those other projects because it's a red flag to get into the subject of UFOs. George Weinbrenner was the commander of foreign technology. He has a private bunker down at Wright-Patterson. I went down the long hall, I could see all the little uh, cameras, surveillance cameras, walked right up to his desk and said, I want to ask you, what about the landing of an alien craft at Holloman Air Force Base? And I sort of expected him to say, what? The what? He didn't. So he reached up, pulled out a book, handed it to me. So I opened the book up and I said, to my friend, Colonel George Weinbrenner, signed Dr. Alan Hynek. And the book was all on UFOs. Well, Hynek was the, the uh, scientific advisor to the Air Force at that time on UFOs. Perplexed, Emenegger contacted his friend and Nixon's chief of staff, Bob Haldeman. He was at the White House. And I asked if he had heard anything about the landing at Holloman Air Force Base. And he said, well, I heard something, but I don't know. Whether the president knew, I have no idea. While Emenegger never obtained the Holloman film for the 1974 nationally broadcast program, his firsthand experience provides researchers insight on what American presidents may have known about UFOs. A friend of mine helping me out talked to two ex-presidents. They both confirmed that they had been shown the Holloman Air Force Base film. Let's look at an incident that might happen in the future, or perhaps could have happened already. The premise is that contact is made by extraterrestrial beings with representatives of the United States Air Force at Holloman Air Force Base in the deserts of New Mexico. The day is clear. 
It's about 5.32 a.m. at Holloman Air Force Base. Traffic light. One recon plane is on the field ready for takeoff when Sergeant Mann is given a report of an approaching unidentified craft. Yeah, Bill, uh, no, nothing on the wall. I'll repeat it again. Uh, unidentified approaching objects on Sergeant and staff sergeant of the base photographic team were aboard a helicopter at the time and run off several feet of film of the three objects, one of which breaks away and begins a descent. A second high-speed camera crew on the ground runs off approximately 600 feet. The cameras continue to roll as the extraordinary vehicle comes into view. It hovers almost silently about 10 feet off the ground for nearly a minute and yaws like a ship at anchor, then sets down on three extension pads. Commander and two officers, along with two base Air Force scientists, arrive and wait apprehensively. A panel slides open on the side of the craft, stepping forward, one, then two, and a third, what appear to be men dressed in tight-fitting jumpsuits, perhaps short by our standards, with an odd blue-gray complexion eyes set far apart, a large pronounced nose. They wear a headpiece that resembles a rope-like design. The commander and the two scientists step forward to greet the visitors. Arrangements are made by some sort of communication, and the group quickly retires to an inner office in the King One area. Left behind stand a stunned group of military personnel. Who the visitors are, where they're from, and what they want is unknown. Okay. So, that's that. It's unclear. There's... So, there's footage that supposedly was taken at Holloman's, never been released publicly. No. Um, but they did, um, for some docu- other documentary or whatever it was, they put together, like, uh, the drawings and mm-hmm. animation for it, which I think is kind of what we were seeing a right, little bit right. in that. Uh, and But there was one still photograph right at the end of that that video that was supposedly from, that was taken that day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it looks like every other fucking bullshit UFO picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, um, another thing I wanted to bring up was going back to uh, Linda Howe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was taken into a. I uh, remember Richard Doty was saying that um, this is right before uh, she decided to write an article and make him famous was he took her into a room that was, uh, he told her it was a top general 
on whatever Air Force Base or whatever, and handed her a like a manila folder of paperwork and said, you can read everything in there, but you, you can't take any pictures, you can't write anything down, you can't take these with you, you can read them, mm-hmm. and that's it. And in this manila folder, she, she opened it up and started reading all these documents, and uh, one part that, like, like really caught her attention or whatever was, and this was all, like, more of these, like, fake official documents to further the narrative of UFOs and all this, and that in these documents, uh, the thing that, like, really caught her eye was that aliens had done these, like, experiments with, uh, what was it, chimpanzees or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And basically use their DNA mixed with something else to create humans and that's how we are and and so then we're basically the equivalent of androids we have a planet full of a billion androids and um and and then what's the point of this whole experiment that right. we are which i found interesting because that lines up with Zachariah Sitchin and his Sumerian texts that he discovered. Right. And that story that the Anunnaki used a bit of their DNA and a bit of, uh, like, monkey or ape or whatever Mm -hmm. spliced together to create humans to mine gold and whatever for them. Right. It's all interesting... And I wonder, like at that point in time, when they, when this, when Doty or whoever put together these documents, uh, and were giving them to Linda Howe, if they knew about Zachariah Sitchin and his discovery with Sumerian texts, makes me wonder because there's yeah. definitely a connection there. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's legitimately the exact same Almost story. Almost exact same story. Yeah, which I find very interesting. I kind of want to look more into the the timing of that meeting. Like, I wish they would have given a date, which I don't think they did. And when Zachariah Sitchin found his shit, because which one happened first? You know what I mean? Did Zachariah find his shit and they just thought, oh, this is great. We'll We'll use this bullshit story for her. Or did they have the meeting with her and then he comes out and announces it? You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. he wouldn't, Zachariah Sitchin wouldn't have been privy to that. No. You know what I mean? So that's kind of interesting, that piece of it. Yeah. Uh, The other thing that I found very interesting um, was when Richard Doty first got, or he, he was in the military or whatever, and they, he was first given his assignment that he would be d- become a disinfo agent, uh, he was in a room, and he was going to be shown these uh, these films, and uh, the, the film was of, um, the, uh, the film was of, the cleanup of Roswell, the Roswell incident, showing an actual craft and alien bodies and, uh, you know, all being recovered. And then an alien sitting in a room uh, having a some conversation, a however you could, you know, with, I'm guessing, military, right. whatever. And all this, and he said after the video, he wasn't, after seeing the film, he wasn't sure... 
he didn't really believe any of it. But then the the general that was that showed the film was like, you know, everything you just saw was real, and and goes into like all this other shit, and then he kind of started to think, oh, maybe it is real. Like all this is real. So he literally he's saying in this whole movie a leading up to this part which is right at the end of the movie that UFOs and aliens are all bullshit and then right at the end he's basically saying that before he did any of this he was shown this thing that and he believes it was real footage so he literally contradicts his his whole thing which literally makes me wonder if the entire movie is this information and that little piece at the end is that 20%. The whole movie's 80%. That little piece at the end is the 20% that's truth. So is it all real? Are aliens actually here? And is that confusing statement by Linda Howe probably the most profound statement of the film and that's why it's shown in the trailer and that's why it seems so confusing because it's actually legitimately on point meaning the government wants us to now think with this movie that they made all this shit up when in reality we have technology that we've gotten from the aliens and we're we want people to think that's what we're doing but we used UFOs to cover that up, when in reality, we have the technology, but UFOs are still here. And they're still visiting and doing whatever they're doing. And this whole nonsense of them creating all this shit is actually bullshit. That They didn't actually create any of this. It's all from actual things. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? No, it's a very good point. Um, that was deep. <laughs> yeah, I because it really—that's how it ends. That's really how the the movie ends with a close-up shot of Dodie's face, and it's basically—I mean, if you take that and everything else I just said, I mean, it kind of like. You know what I mean? It's the movie leaves you to decide for yourself. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does make you have to make your own decision. And it it contradicts its own point of the movie. It actually it makes Dodie seem legit. It also makes Dodie seem like a liar. Mm-hmm. It makes Linda Howe look nuts, but in reality, could she have literally said the most profound thing right. in the whole fucking movie? Yeah. Uh you know what I mean? Like when you walk away from this it is, you can't help but be confused because you re- re- it, it, I almost think it's the perfect disinformation movie because you walk away more confused not knowing if aliens are real or not, not knowing if UFOs are real or not, not knowing if the government's lying about it or not. I, I mean, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know what is true and what isn't from Richard Doty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mind blown. That's 
it's fascinating. I, I, I want to watch the movie again. Yeah, oh yeah, me too. I want to watch it a couple times. Yeah. You almost have to because I think I think we need to figure out more about this Bill Moore thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. The mm-hmm. whole Roswell thing. But the fact that he's supposedly seen this film, so they filmed something during the Roswell cleanup. Right. And then... It, okay, so let's let's maybe dive into a little bit of that. Okay. The whole video Dodie watched. If your point of Dodie's position is to go out and disinform people to get them off these other things that they accidentally caught on camera or audio, why show him real shit... But then tell him, go out and tell people it's not that. Well, you know what I mean? It kind think, of doesn't make sense. Well, I think, yeah, because in order for you to sell something, sell a product, you got to know about the product. Okay? So he's got to go tell everybody, yep, aliens are real. That's aliens. It's all aliens. Yeah. He's got to know in his heart that aliens are real to be able to sell it. Like, you know what I mean? To be able to keep that cover story real, he's got to believe it. So their best way to show him that it's real is to show him it's real. But he also, but he's telling people all this about that it's real. But he knows. So, but and he knows it's real from the video. But he, and he believes that it's real. But he also is supposed to know that it's all bullshit. Because in this movie, what in this movie he's saying it's all bullshit, right? But yet he saw the video and he believes it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He literally contradicts himself. Mm-hmm. So what part of this movie is true and what part of it isn't? Like you said, there are so many. La- like the more I think about it, I think I think I hit it dead on when when you said it, you know mind blown. Eighty percent of this movie, or every eighty percent of what he says is bullshit. Twenty percent is true, and I think. I'd have to rewatch it, but from the first viewing of it, I think 80% of this movie is bullshit, and that 20% is that little bit right there at the end. So I guess in a roundabout way, that kind of basically makes me say that aliens are real and they are visiting, but yet I've argued against that the whole time. Well, all the holes they fill in this movie to explain... uh, cattle mutilations and all that all that shit makes sense i wonder if once again there's specks of all of these stories that are true but yet there's a lot of bullshit thrown Mm -hmm. in too Mm -hmm. and it all kind of makes sense but yet doesn't you know what i mean yeah i think i don't know I, i don't see them still continually visiting here now like i think they did you know um but yeah, they they probably did because they wanted to see what this planet, just like we're doing, we went to Mars. You know, what if there's what if there's alien or actual people, not people, but there's a civilization on Mars. We are now the aliens to them. We visited them. Why? Just because we wanted to see what the fuck was on the planet. We're never going to go back there because we can't go back there. I think is what they said. Um, but so the aliens' well, the plan came is in, to send humans there uh, next. Oh, that's plan is oh, okay. And to start civilization, but. Being unable to return. Those humans can't return. Once they make it there, they will die there. Uh, 
But their whole point is to be a science experiment and to start a civilization there. That's that's like okay. her mainstream right. story. So my point, what I'm getting to is, yeah, so maybe they came here, checked it out, said, yeah, Earth's not all it's cracked up to be. I'm going back home. My place is better. Maybe they have the technology to go back and forth. You know what I mean? Um, or they came and said, all right, cool. We see what you got. We need oil and we need water and we need fucking this. We need trees. I don't know what the fuck. So we'll come back every hundred years to restock our shit and then come back. You know, who knows? In that one, I think in the MJ-12, they said that what they wanted, they came, they were coming for resources. Wasn't it the MJ-12 yeah. or was it the Serpo, whatever it was? Yeah. They wanted resources, so maybe they do. Serpo was back. the one I think they said they were. They yeah they were coming here for resources yeah so and and maybe that's true maybe they did you know they came and I don't remember what one time we talked about it that some president had closed door meetings with aliens he said he was at one airport but he was actually at a different base what the fuck one was that do you remember what I'm talking about hmm. an alien I can't remember who the fuck it was one of the presidents said he was supposed to be at. We'll say Andrews oh, Air yeah. Force Base. That was Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Where he said, disappeared for yeah, like a period of time, and and th- but that's never been proven or anything. Yeah. It was all suspected right, because right. there was a open slot in his schedule, and he disappeared for a, a, a period of time. He was supposed to be one place, wasn't there during that time, right. and then reappeared at this other place, and then they just it, it was yeah. This wasn't uh, in the movie. This was a no, whole this different. Is, no, this, we talked about it a while thing. ago. Yeah, this is Eisenhower. So, say Eisenhower, he made this deal with yeah, with the aliens. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. They came then. You know, the the Roswell thing happened. You know, that was probably the first time that we actually they the pilot got drunk and fucking crashed. Who knows? You know, misjudged it. His GPS broke down. Whatever the fuck. You know, it was storming. There you go. Got it was a real, lightning or some shit. That's all. Like scientific data that's been kept was it was a it was storming that evening mm-hmm. when it supposedly crashed so okay. you know whatever lightning or something yeah, yeah hit a bird whatever the fuck um so maybe they have come other times that's just the one time that we actually caught it you know um but i don't i don't i don't see them still coming because although they could you know their technology if their technology is more advanced than ours if they probably have a cloaking device, you know. You don't think they're camped out on the moon monitoring us? They could be. Why else are we not going there? We haven't gone back since. Eh. See, when they say shit like that, I don't buy it. I don't think the moon's you, even you, real. You think they, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what, what the, because I could go a hundred different ways with yeah, that I know. statement. I know. <laughs> uh, are we going flat earth now? Are we going fucking uh, dome earth? No. Are we going, if the earth's not, or the moon's not real, then what the well, fuck is it? Is it a projection? Here's my problem. This morning, right? I let the dog out. It was still dark out. I looked at the moon and like, it was the, like the top half was rounded out. What block, between us and the moon, what blocks that? The Earth. The Earth is... Ourselves blocks the... The sun is on the other side of the Earth, and it is... So basically, if... So the sun is what gives the moon light? Look up the light, Dave, and then I'll move a round object in front of your eye, which will then leave a sliver of that light 
visible to you. You know, it's like an eclipse type thing. Right. So, so the sun is what's lighting the moon. Uh, yeah, I guess from our perspective, yes. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Okay. This is where you almost need Neil deGrasse Tyson to try and explain it to you. But then again, most of what he says, I at this point. I'm unclear yeah, I don't like that and ideas. don't necessarily believe because yeah. I feel like he's a disinformation for science. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Here's it, the problem. It's weird. Overall, with everything having to do with government, there, the fact that we have to have disinfo agents out there, and honestly, people could call us that. But we're literally all all we're doing is going through what what information is out there, whether it's true or not. All we're doing is talking about it and speculating on and everything, giving our personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and simply based on what we know at this moment, yep. all things considered, at this moment, like there's could be a lot of shit we still don't know about. Obviously, there probably is, but like as we find out more, we'll change if it seems like it makes more sense. It doesn't mean anything that we say is. Right. Right. Because who the fuck knows? I honestly wonder even if the military, the government, certain people know. Or is it all just speculation? You know what I mean? Right. It's such an interesting, weird It's all a web thing. of lies, dude. The world Which makes you wonder in. what is true and what isn't. Is anything really... You know what I mean? Is Is everything that we know a lie... Pretty fucking much. Well, at least it, it feels that way. It makes you not trust or believe anything. Mm-hmm. But is that being done on purpose? So that we question everything? So that we, we just can't make a decision? And, and really the reality is as the most simplest thing? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it, it's weird. Wow. Sorry. It, it is, man. It's fucked up. Because we do. We, we question a lot of things. We just don't believe anything the government tells us. Yet they want us to believe all their official stories, mm-hmm. which so much when you start looking into those official stories, all seems bullshit. Is that being done by design, too? Because uh, in reality, something else altogether is really taking place? Well, when when you're trying to let's just let's let's just leave out the fact that they lie to us and if they try and hide something if i'm going to tell you a story and i want to leave bits and pieces out you're going to have holes mm-hmm. which then makes us question the whole story that they tell you jfk mm-hmm. there's so many fucking holes 911 so many fucking holes because there's certain things they've left out because they don't want us to know you know right and that's why, so I don't, I don't know if it's done by design so that we do question them. I think it's because they don't want us to know. So they don't give a shit about the holes. They just say, fuck it. This is our story. We're telling you, fuck you. If you don't believe it, this is our story. This is all we're going to tell you. Right. You know, it's bullshit. So in that, that respect, government official stories, literally the worst stories ever because they're, they're filled, they're, they have more holes than Swiss cheese and that's not good storytelling. Which contradicts Majestic 12 documents. Because that, Unless, according to someone who would, I, I think, is expert enough on these topics, true or not, to go through them and say that every hole's been filled, 
in these documents, like it tells a perfect story. So unlike our government, <laughs> you know what I mean, to put together well, something like that. Which then, unless then, that's the official story, that's the real story of what happened. We were never supposed to see it. That's why no one's taking credit for it. That's the the leaked version of the actual full story. Like which, like let's say let's say that the government is the one that put a hit out on JFK. Let's just say, okay, because we don't know for sure. Government has a 15-page document of how they're going to carry out this plan. For your eyes only, the ones that actually fucking do it are the ones that have this written document, and that's it. We'll never see that, so we'll get the other story. But it exists. The actual story of what happened exists. You know what I'm saying? So I think like this is the official story that they handed out to. This is the script of the movie to their people. And then they type up another bullshit version, like the audience version of the movie. And that's what they say to people. But the real behind the scenes, everything, full director's cut is right here. The MJ-12 is the director's cut that was never supposed to see the light of day. That's why it has that all the story. Leaked. That why that's why all the, the it's a perfect story because that is the official that's the real deal, the holy story that they give us is the one that they they gave us, but the rest of the behind the scenes and all the other shits right there the MJ twelve it was never supposed to see the light of day that's why it's got a full story, which could also be why when it got out you could still go to a room of a hundred people several different rooms of 100 people and ask, has anybody ever heard of Majestic 12? And literally probably five or less people will raise their hand because once it came out, they were able to bury it, shut it, bury it so that beyond the UFO community, which is already bought and sold on this topic, mm-hmm. knows about it. But all they got to say is, oh, that's just bullshit. It, you know, it's not even real. And if they their actual documents got released and they say it's not real... UFO community doesn't give a fuck what they say because they're believing it anyways, and the rest of the world thinks, oh, yeah, it's probably not real then. Right. And you're covered. And you bury it. And, and that's on the next half the problem. Or that's, that, that's not half. That is the full problem with everything is you don't know what's real or what's fake. Because we could do the same thing. We could put out real documents of, of our own shit Say it's fake and then put out a bunch of fake shit and say it's real and how the fuck are you going to know the difference? You know what I mean? It's fascinating. So that's that's pretty much it. I don't know. I have to watch the movie again. I'd say yeah. if you're out there and you're at all interested, which obviously you clicked this episode, so you're probably somewhat interested. If you haven't seen uh, Mirage Men, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever language that was. <laughs> Mirage Men. Yeah, so yeah. go. I, I think you can actually rent the movie on you can Amazon on, Prime you for two ninety nine. You can rent it on YouTube, iTunes, iTunes. You can buy the DVD on Amazon. Click on the banner d two rpn dot com. Amazon banner. Look it up. Mirage Men DVD. Uh, lots of ways to get this movie. See it. Um, if you're into it, if you're into this topic, I would say definitely watch it mm-hmm. and own it because I think it's it's going to be worth multiple viewings and uh decide for yourself honestly i'd like to hear from other people when they watched it what their thoughts are so if you have an opinion on this uh i think i think i want some emails on this one yeah from people um, nice d2 r podcast at gmail.com is uh 
one email. Otherwise, just go to d2rpn.com. Go to the contact page, I think is what it is. And uh, me or Dave, we have our emails like linked there or like on there. So just grab one of those and send it to us or, like I said, d2rpodcast at gmail.com. And put in your subject line, Mirage Men, and then give us your, your opinion because uh, it's an interesting topic. And, um, it is. I might watch this again a couple times and take more notes and then figure out what we left out. And, and maybe there's other things we need to look further into, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then we'll see what people can write us because... Yeah, for sure. Maybe we missed something, or maybe we're not. When you watch it, explain the Bill Moore thing to us. Yeah. <laughs> and see if you can, maybe we misunderstood the Linda House statement that's so confusing. Mm-hmm. I think we got it right, but who the fuck knows? I want to see whether people are, if they're as confused as right. we were initially hearing that. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, go Absolutely. do that, and uh, I think we're going to call this one done and done. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, the most confusing thing ever. Uh, who knows what's true and what isn't, but I think we got somewhere. So. 8020. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And, uh, you know what, that would be a win, win, win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, Great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, So go do it, d2rpn.com. There's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird.
Call the D2R Podcast Network hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today!